Let's just see if you can get one of these dolphins to swim under the hull and give us a look. Nah, either they can't hear us or they don't understand. Son of a bitch, I'm sick of these dolphins. Yum, yum. It's time for a tasty and refreshing snack. David Crane's Amazing Movie Time. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another wonderful edition of David Crane's Amazing Movie Time. My name is Ryan, and with me, as always, are Andy and Justin. The movie we are going to discuss today is The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. Uh, this came out in 2004. Uh, so I'll, I think probably the best way to describe this movie is it's, um, it's, it's <laughs> kind of a spoof on, uh, what's the guy's name? The underwater guy, Jacques, Jacques Cousteau. Yes, Cousteau. Yeah. It, it's sort of like if Jacques Cousteau sucked and was going through a midlife crisis. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 starring Bill Murray. I'm saying it's 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 and stuttering a lot, but Bill Bill Murray is uh, the lead character in this one. And I would say this is kind of like during that like Bill Murray Renaissance, right? Like where he was kind of like coming back in the limelight and like playing a lot more of these like weird kooky characters uh, in a series of movies. This was probably one of the more notable ones. Uh, he's also his uh, supposed son is Owen Wilson. Um, so it's a little bit goofy. It's a little bit funny. Um, and it's a lot sort of dry and weird. What did you guys think of the life aquatic? <laughs> and it's, it's sort of funny that I described it as dry when it's a movie about the ocean. Huh? <laughs> uh, about fish too. About fish and jaguar sharks. Yeah. This, uh, this movie is definitely out there. But I, I mean, this Wes Anderson, the guy who made this, directed this film, he, all of his movies are kind of out there and a little weird. Um, but I, I think it's one of my favorites of his, actually. Just because, like, there's a lot in it that, like you said, it's funny. And then, like, at the split of a moment, like, it'll go on for like 10 minutes of just like, dry conversation that really doesn't mean anything. Right. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden there's like gunfire and they're shooting people. And you know, like, I, <laughs> Oh my God. The action sequences are like the two best parts of this movie yeah. for sure. <laughs> like Bill Murray just grabs a pistol, like runs out with like 80 guys shooting like with that rescue scene. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's just so laughably intentionally bad and over the top. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, I think one thing too that's kind of notable about this film is like the, um, for the most part, the sea creatures and things under the ocean are all like these weird sort of like stop motion animated creatures. Um, so when you're talking about Wes Anderson, if you've seen like some of his later work, like the Fantastic Mr. Fox, like you kind of see like what that animation style developed into with that movie or the one that's and coming it, out this year. 
the what does he got this year? Uh, Isle of Dogs, which is like that. It's kind of like a stop motion type of movie. Kind of, it's almost. It looks like stop motion clay mixed with like a Team America kind of puppet <laughs> look. It, yeah, it's, it's the thing with Wes Anderson movies. Like most of his trailers look like something I'd never be interested in watching. And then you watch the actual movie and you're like, okay, this is, this is pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they've all got like the same sort of like quirky, weird style where there's like, like you said, there's like a lot of dry, horrible bits, but like the stuff that is funny is very funny. And like the, the type of humor, I think Bill Murray was like the perfect lead for this film. Like he just kind of nails that, like just pompous, um, almost lovable sleazebag, I guess. I mean, he's not really, you know, it's one of those films where it's like the lead character isn't a guy you necessarily like, but at the end of the movie, you still end up liking him. Yeah. Very true. Uh, yeah. It's one of those movies that I could have done without seeing, but I'm glad I watched it. (laughs) Like it's, I think you guys had said it. it. It's got its moments where it's pretty funny, and then it's got its moments where it, you just want it to hurry up. Like it, it felt like there was a handful of times there where <laughs> I just wanted to fast forward. But <laughs> yeah, I, I I did fall asleep twice during this one. <laughs> yeah, and, I, I yeah, and I like, honestly, I almost forward. did too, and so did my my wife. Did so you're not alone. Uh, yeah, I didn't start it over, so I, I missed some of it, I suppose, but I don't think I missed anything important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would I would almost describe this as like a every 10-year movie, where like <clears throat> I could pop this in like every 10 years and be like, oh yeah, I remember why I kind of liked this, and it'd be good. And in fact, that's kind of what I did here, but I saw it, you know, initially shortly after release, you know, maybe 2006. Um I don't know, but yeah, some of the one-liners and just like the way Bill Murray pulls them off, like the whole thing when they land on the his private island that he owns, <laughs> like his wife's like walks up, your cat's dead. What the fuck do you have to say to me like that? What's wrong with you? <laughs> he's talking to Owen Wilson. He's like, I'm so sorry. What kind of cat was it? Who the fuck cares? <laughs> like he's more pissed off that his wife was a bitch to him about the cat than his cat actually being dead. <laughs> he's so self-centered it's just hilarious i thought it was funny that his wife was with the guy that's like his enemy which is before they got married and then she still goes there to work for him (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a weird situation Uh, well and i it's unfortunate casting on their part but it's like every time i saw his wife it's just like oh it's adam's family lady oh yeah like I can't, I can't break that. Like that's all I see her as in, anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this definitely has peak Jeff Goldblum in it too. I mean, that's the uh, yeah, the that's true. Day. Yeah, um, the cast is is pretty good. I mean, the German Willem Dafoe just is like knocks it out of the park. Just amazing casting for that. Um, mm-hmm. I will say, like Owen Wilson was a weird character in this. Like he. Like he's a grown man, but like he's like the whole point of it is like, oh, he has a kid again. And it's like, 
father-son relationship when you're older again. And But he acts like kind of like a child and kind of immature in that way. Like, oh, you're my daddy. You're my daddy type thing. Yeah. But then there's other times where he's like, oh, I'm having sex with this lady over here. And, you know, like completely adult. So like, it's just it's really weird. <laughs> yeah, it was a little strange, wasn't it? Well, I, I was going to say, um, speaking of what's his, uh, who is the enemy guy? I can't remember the actor's name. You just said it, but Jeff Goldblum, um, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Like, I think one of my favorite scenes in that whole movie is when they're shipwrecked and stranded and he comes to the rescue and he asks, he asks, uh, Bill Murray, what's your dog's name? Oh, glad he made up a name too, didn't he? Like, I can't even remember. Oh, like, uh, yeah, I can't think of what the name was. Yeah. Like Butch, I mean it's not Butch, but he's like a Cody. Cody Jack Goldblum just walk Cody, yeah, yeah, Cody, and he just walks over and like rolls up the newspaper, smacks the dog, and like yells, "There's bad Cody!" And then he just goes and sits down. <laughs> like just made no sense, so out of place. But I think that's what a lot of this does. Like even like the really like kind of boring, just conversational pieces, like that adds to the character, right? Like that's. A lot of these big action movies, you don't really get any type of character. of You would never realize how shitty this guy actually is if he didn't have all those scenes, too. Mm-hmm. And some of the jokes are extremely subtle, like the one where they talk about the note that he sent him a long time ago. And one of his response was like, yeah, you know, basically like, yeah, I'm glad you're a big fan. And here's the thing. And <laughs> He's like, I also know your mother. And like the joke is like, he's like, oh yeah, this is boilerplate. I sent this out to everybody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I laughed pretty good at that. <laughs> uh, yeah, overall, I think it's like one of those movies that if you sit through the whole thing, it's hard not to come out feeling like you overall enjoyed it. But yeah, certainly not a film you're probably going to dive back into it. Like I would be hard pressed to hear anybody say that this is their favorite movie, but it's an enjoyable ride, I guess. Yeah. I haven't seen all of his stuff, but I think this is my favorite of his. Yeah. I'm trying to look at, I've been looking at what else he's done. Like Royal Tenenbaums are obviously good. Yeah. The Darjeeling limited. That's probably, I would probably put that one over this one. That and fantastic. Mr. Fox are probably my two. Favorite Rushmore, of course. Moonrise Kingdom's pretty mm-hmm. good. Is it? I haven't seen that one. Yeah, he's definitely like certainly got a very unmistakable um, <clears throat> style of film for sure. Yeah, there's. I mean, the sets that he uses, the kind of the transitions and like the colors that he uses are very much his mm-hmm. own stuff. So let's talk about that too. The sets, like you you uh, you touched on, but like they do a really cool, like panning um, in several scenes in the movie where the whole thing takes place on like a ship out in the ocean. But they have like a half cutaway of the ship that they obviously built on like a soundstage somewhere, and like they'll do these like sprawling sequences where they're just like running through the different rooms of the ship, and it's all like one connected shot. Yeah, I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that is. That is really good. Especially like I liked like the non-joke joke 
near the end where they're like arguing and like they're, they're going through the ship. And then you realize that to get into the hot tub room, like it's located in the middle of the ship. So you have no choice, but to just like walk through this hot tub room. <laughs> you get, like, huge parts of the ship. It's like horribly placed. There's just like two dudes hanging out there. Are you guys fighting? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so great. Yeah. And the dolphins. Those were just the dolphins that he has in the bottom. Sick right? of those goddamn dolphins. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, tell them to pan, tell them to do a pan of the ship. And the guy like smacks the keyboard. What are they doing? I don't know. Either they understand us, they're not doing anything, or they don't understand anything at all. <laughs> oh, it's so great. <laughs> And then the one time they do film anything, it's like Owen Wilson and that chick going at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, dumb movie. Whoa. So what would you guys give this out on the David Crane scale? How many blobs out of five? Uh, I'd probably go... I don't know. I'm stuck between three and a half-ish... I suppose to four. I don't know. I'll go three and a half. It's a respectable number. Okay. Yeah. Andy, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go four and a half. I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, even warts and all, but like I think that's kind of adds to it. Like if you don't have that stuff, it's not the whole package. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'd give it a solid four. I I watched it once many years ago, and I was kind of glad we revisited it because. I don't know. It's just, there's nothing else quite like it. It's a great movie, especially, I mean, Bill Murray's a legend. So to see him in something like that is, is awesome. Yep. So not bad. Um, we'll have to see if we can find anything so far. This is our highest blobbed movie on David Crane's amazing movie time. So, the bar has been yeah. set high by the Life Aquatic. <laughs> <laughs> no one saw that coming. No. Not even the Life Aquatic. <laughs> I didn't understand what the kid was at the end. Is that just a rando that he has on his shoulders? Okay, so that's the thing. Is like I was trying to figure out that too. Is like, is that another one of his like illegitimate love child? Or sure. I don't know. See, I thought it was that reporters. It's supposed to be the one buddy's like nephew, right? Like the one guy's like the German guy's nephew or something. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's the kid he's introduced earlier in the film who gives him the seahorse. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. I didn't catch that part. Yeah, yeah. So then it's just kind of like, I don't know, I kinda took it as him like, Well, my actual potential son is now murdered because of me so this is like me being back on top and i can yeah. be like a role model to this person who i haven't gotten tragically killed yet <laughs> so it was like sort of like the icing on top of the cake i guess <laughs> all right well i think that uh, pretty well covers life aquatic um as always you can find all things weekend rental at weekend podcast Dot com. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Until next time, be kind, rewind. Você não sabe se vai ou vem, ou não importa se o dinheiro é seu. 